Welcome to the Taprin Postnet Podcast. I am Delta04, and we'll be talking about the Nets topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta Zero Four, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Tappern Postnet Podcast, episode 14-01, the very first Tappern episode. Now, some of y'all may already be thinking, I'm already lost. What's this Tappern and what is a net? Rather than me explaining everything, I'm going to point y'all to a website. Go to www.amron.com. I'll give you the phonetics. It's www.alpha, Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November.com. In the beginning of this year, the Amron Group and Tapron Group merged. So you can find uh, the Tapron information posted there, including the net schedule and frequency, at the Amron site. For those of y'all who didn't know, the goal of the Tapron Net is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. Every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tapron has an amateur radio HF net, and during the net, we'll usually have like a topic of the evening. Because of the combined knowledge of all our awesome check-ins, by the way, thanks everyone for checking in, we really appreciate it. A lot of very good information is shared. Some folks were asking if there was a place to get notes uh, from the, uh, the weekly net. So basically, this podcast is a trial run for providing a summary of what was discussed during the Tapper Nets. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check-in report, and then we'll finally cover the June 8th Tapper Net topic. And we're back. For June 8th, 2014, Tapron had the following states check in. Four from Virginia, three from South Carolina, three from Kentucky, two from Florida, and one each from the following states, Illinois, Ohio, Georgia, and Indiana. Our topic of the evening was refrigeration during an emergency. Now, that can be a man-made disaster or a natural disaster, Um, but either way, it's uh, looking into refrigeration, uh, whether that's keeping uh, some food uh, cold or even more critical uh, for the folks out there who need to keep their medicine, uh, their uh, medicines, either uh, cool or refrigerated, uh, especially in a life-saving situation, for instance, like insulin, uh, one of many examples. Uh, So let's get into uh, the different ideas out there that uh, some folks had provided for us. Uh, One was obviously running a generator. Uh, Some folks had big, huge uh, diesel generators that could run their entire house, and that is wonderful for them. Uh, obviously, you can run, um, as long as you've got the diesel, uh, you can run a full-size refrigerator, probably no problem. Um, and then a lot of folks just had a regular generator uh, to uh, to keep the refrigerator going. And uh, that's a great idea, There's uh, especially if you uh, maybe have like a smaller refrigerator that doesn't take as much power. 
And to keep that in mind, um, uh, when you do, ha- when you're storing fuel, make sure that you have stabilizer in it so that it'll stay, so it'll, uh, store a little bit longer. And then another idea, um, for instance, uh, along the lines of generators uh, to run your refrigerators is uh, uh, buying a tri-fuel conversion kit. And what that allows you to do, it allows you to run your generator off of three, obviously three different fuels. One would be uh, regular gas, unleaded gas. The second is uh, natural gas. And the third would be propane. And what's great about propane is right now it's costing about the same and you can store it indefinitely. So that's um, it's really good uh, you know especially uh, for uh, a long-term preparation and um, uh, there's several if you if you just type in um, tri-fuel conversion kit you can uh, probably uh, google it you can probably find it one of I'm sure many websites out there is I'll give you one it's uh, propane-generators as in plural dot com that's propane-generators.com and they have a uh, at least that particular website has several, several different models uh, to uh, to fit all, uh, quite a few different uh, generators out there. And uh, let's see, let's get into um, another idea was obviously a root cellar. Um, with the root cellar, uh, one uh, one uh, thing to keep in mind is that um, after you get uh, below six feet under the ground, your uh, ground temperature is going to be about 55 degrees. And and so it, it's not going to be refrigeration, so to speak, but it will keep things cooler. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind. And then the, uh, the next idea is a 12-volt a thermoelectric cooler. Now, with a thermoelectric cooler, what's great about those is that you can, uh, those are 12 volt. Those are run off of 12 volt. And even though they're not as good as a refrigerator's per se, they will keep um, your, they will keep the inside of that cooler. It'll stay about 30 to 40 degrees cooler than your ambient, than your outside temperature. And, um, and also keep in mind, if you don't want to buy it online, uh, another idea is to maybe stop by your local truck stop and they have uh, they have so they have a lot of different 12 volt accessories. So even if you're looking into uh, running a bunch of different stuff off of batteries or um, let's say uh, solar solar generated uh, solar generated power, then um, tw- uh, 12 volt is uh, definitely a way to go. And um, your, your local truck stop, if you stop there, you can uh, definitely find some ideas uh, as far as all, to- all, so- all sorts of, uh, all sorts of uh, equipment and accessories. And uh, then, um, oh, and concerning the propane, uh, there are some propane fridges out there for around 200 to $300. And the freezers are going to be um, probably a little bit more expensive, guys. Um, but uh, it's uh, just think small because, you know, you, it, having something cool, especially when it comes to medicine, having something, having a small, uh, small refrigerator to run is obviously not going to take as much power than a, a big refrigerator. And let's see. Oh, and then another idea, if you start thinking a little bit outside the box, um, is what they call a Zier refrigeration. And that's Z-E-E-R. And uh, that actually started in Africa. And what it is, uh, if you Google clay pot refrigeration, and basically it's a clay pot within the next smaller size clay pot, and they put uh, sand on the bottom and all around on the uh, uh, in between the two pots and then they wet the sand down and they cover it up 
Um, obviously, it's only going to be a small amount of space, but it really does a, a a pretty pretty good job of keeping things so much cooler than the outside temperature. Um, and so uh, I know they use that um, in third world com- uh, countries. And and then obviously, like for instance, um, if uh, if you don't want to, if you if you are totally against having or not totally against but you know you don't plan on having your refrigerator running then uh uh, always keep in mind you can always can your food ahead of time home can your food ahead of time and that'll definitely help now when it comes to um for instance uh your storage of your power so to speak um let's say you've got your generator going and you're running out of uh running out of fuel then um if you charge up your batteries, a couple of car batteries with your generator, then you don't have to, then you can run your refrigerator off of your batteries and then you don't have to have your generator running all of the time. Um, so that's, uh, that's obviously a very good idea. And, um, it was mentioned, uh, as far as the USDA, uh, I guess, uh, guidelines, so to speak. Um, When it comes to an emergency situation, if you keep your refrigerator door closed, you can uh, keep your food or or your medicine uh, safely cold uh, uh, for about four hours if the door is not opened. Now, when it comes to a full freezer, you can actually hold the temperature for a full freezer, you can hold the temperature for about uh, about 40, 48, about two days, about 48 hours. And if the uh, ref- if the freezer is about half full, then you can keep that temperature for about uh, about a day, 24 hours. At least that's their guidelines. And uh, obviously, when it comes to uh, any perishable food, guys, uh, just be safe with that, especially um, the guideline is anything above 40 degrees. Uh, you should not, at least that's what they're saying, you should not uh, have out for more than a couple of hours um, when it comes to anything above 40 degrees. So I, I hope that uh, hope that information from the USDA guidelines helps you all out. Uh, you never know. And uh, and then um, thinking just a couple of more ideas as far as thinking outside the box, guys, uh, which in an emergency situation, you really got to sometimes you got to be uh, flexible with your ideas. And um, uh, one idea, obviously, like if you're if you're in a, a, a winter winter uh, season, um, you know, if it snowed outside, don't don't he- you know, don't hesitate to throw the food or the medicine in the snow. Obviously, you want to mark where you put it, but uh, that's one idea, and that'll obviously keep it very cold. Um, And then another idea, uh, even during the spring and, I'd say, fall time frame, a deep creek, if you have a a deep creek on your property, maybe put your items in a, um, like a water, waterproof or water safe container and then put like put a string on it and then uh, put it in your water or or put it in your creek and um, that'll keep it cool also. Uh, I don't know how cool it would keep it, to be honest, but I know what, you know, typically a deep creek is pretty cool. So in summary, there are several options available in all price ranges when it comes to refrigeration when your uh, power goes out during an emergency. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. A special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all this great information to share. 
God bless everyone. Until next week, this is Delta Zero Four Clear.